Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hello again. Welcome back to Everyday Revival. So uh, looking forward to uh, this week again and to be with you. And um, we've been talking about knowing Him and um, talking about the power of God. We've been also talking about how we think and uh, some pretty powerful, powerful things we've been talking about and and going over, um, things you want to go back and listen to over and over again. Remember to share this podcast uh, with a friend, um, you know, on your on your social media and get the word out. Um, We're um, we're getting into these things and helping people. And uh, so we're excited about it. Today, we are going to be looking at some things about the love of God. But, you know, sometimes when we say that, um, I laugh because people say, no, you know, the love of God, you know, that's just kind of, no, I want to hear about like overcoming power and, and I want to hear about, you know, strength for today. And, and they, uh, they want to hear those things. But, you know, when we look at the love of God, it is, it is the master key. If you're to say it like that, it's really the master key to, um, to the things, uh, working in our lives, in our Christian lives, because if we're not grounded in the love of God, if we're not rooted down in that and have, um, you know, the, the revelation of that in our lives, things don't seem to work for us. And we understand, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it before, um, but, you know, just having unforgiveness in our life is really the primary cause for our faith not working. Um, you, you can look over there. Um, I guess we'll go here to um, Mark eleven twenty five, And I know many of you probably already know this, uh, this verse. I'm going to head over there. But Mark eleven uh, twenty five. If we get right into it, I'm going to read it in the New King James. And it says, and we like, you know, the, the ones before that, you know, have faith in God, uh, you know, and talks about, you know, if we speak to the mountain, it has to move. But it, after you've read all of that um, and you get back into it, it says right here, 25, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Listen to this part, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Um, I want to read it in the NIV um, because I just like the different translations. It says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in, in heaven may forgive you of your sins. So when you have anything against anyone, so... um. I guess right off the bat, we're going right into unforgiveness. Um, but I think that if, if, if many of us will look at our lives, I know, man, over the years um, of just doing what we do, you have to really um, keep your heart soft and keep it un, basically unhardened towards people, towards uh, the things that God has you to do and asks you to do. And you really have to be a person of forgiveness. Jesus was. 
right? He forgave us of our sins. I mean, and he, man, we, we, there's some stinker people, um, you know, and things that, that they've done. He said, he said that he, he died for our sins, knowing what we would, 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 what we had already done. And so, you know, here in, in the NIV, it says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, uh, you know, so that your, your sins will be forgiven. Let's read it in the Amplified. Uh, Mark 11, where am I down here again to verse 25? And it says right here, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop, leave it, let it go in order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and your shortcomings and let them drop. Wow, I like that. That's probably my favorite one in the Amplified because that's just kind of like 2023 talk right there. Um, He said, forgive them and let it drop. How many times do we not let it drop and we let it linger? We look at somebody and we say, oh, that's okay. No, that, you know, you didn't offend me or, you know, that's, that's fine. And then we really didn't let it go. And so we cannot receive from that person. Let's say it's your pastor or somebody that you, uh, you know, that God's put over you. Or it might be your spouse. Or how about this? A coworker, um, a, 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 a relative, you know, a, a sibling, whatever. We, you know, human nature is to hold on and not to let go. We want to hold on to hurts. And, you know, some of the things I've seen over the years, you know, just just been doing this a few years. And, you know, we, you see people, they, they're trying in their own strength. They're, they're, you know, oh, Pastor Kendall, you know, I know I, I'm, I'm trying. No, it's not in your trying and in your strength. See, he said the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So the love of God is already in us. It's really just a yielding to the love of God on the inside of us. It's really just a yielding. So in other words, when I think I can't do it, I'm like, no, I can't stand that person. I'm not even going to look at them. You know, you can tell when somebody has something against you, can't you? They won't even look you in the eye. They, you know, they'll half look at you and look at the ground. And, you know, you know that something isn't 100 percent with with the two of you. And so the Bible tells us here to let it drop, to leave it, to let it go. And and he's not saying that to be hard on us. He's saying this because he knows that our prayers and our faith will be hindered if we don't. Because the next part of the verse says, in order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings. So if you want to be forgiven and you want mercy, and you want forgiveness, and you want grace. Isn't it funny? So many times we're looking for people to overlook our faults. And well, that's just me. You know, that's just how I was born. That's just, that's just how my personality is. So we want people to give us grace and mercy. But when it comes to them, we're quick to throw the, you know, the hammer down and to say, I don't like them. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for their personality. Yeah, I don't like them. I'm not talking to them. Isn't that interesting how human nature is? The very things that we want uh, reciprocated towards us, we won't hand out. 
Um, but God says, no, 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 don't do that. He says, you let it drop, let it go, leave it in order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings in shortcomings and let them drop. So he's letting our stuff drop if we'll let other people have have mercy and compassion. Uh, so again, I'm going to say this. Unforgiveness is the primary cause for our faith not working. You see it in people's lives. I mean, they're trying everything that you know, I, my faith just isn't working. I just don't see any results in my life. And really, a lot of times if we get before God and just get real with him, you know what I mean by that? You're just like, okay, Lord, uh, this, this isn't working. And I need, I need wisdom. I need your help. I need you to show me where I'm missing it. Nine times out of 10, he'll show you an area in your love walk that you're, that you're, that you're missing it. I'm not saying he beats you down. I'm saying all of a sudden this thought will come up. Yeah. Remember when, you know, you said this about this person. Remember when you did it. And it's like, Oh, Oh, I see that Lord, please forgive me. I, I didn't, I didn't mean that. Forgive me for saying that about that person. See, because faith works by love. Our faith works is generated by love. And so when we walk in love, the things of God uh, work uh, in, in such a, uh, a great way for us, right? Let's turn over here to Galatians. Let's look at this verse in Galatians 5, 6. And we'll look at this in the Amplified too. Galatians 5, 6. And it says, For if we are in Christ Jesus, which we are, this is an in Christ verse right here. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith activated and energized and expressed and working through love. I must say that again. For if we are in Christ Jesus, which we are, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. But listen, the only thing that counts it says, but only faith activated and energized and expressed and working through love. Let's read it. Um, sometimes that gets too wordy for people. Let's read that in the NIV. Galatians 5, 6. It says, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that has value and counts is faith expressing itself through love. Wow. Now, I'll just tell you a personal little thing on me. You know, um, when I read this verse, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You know, sometimes in our Christian walk, we might uh, uh, have faith in areas that we, you know, and, and it's working for us in areas that it might be a little bit weaker in other areas. You know what I'm saying? So you might, your faith might be really strong and robust in believing God for finances. But when it comes to believing God for healing or standing in faith for healing, you know, it, sometimes it's, it's a, it's a, whoa, it's, you know, and that's just from uh, getting those verses on the inside of you and spending time in the word and having revelation in that area, area. But there is an area of walking in love that, man, I mean, I remember when I first got born again, uh, this has been a process. 
<laughs> I mean, this is coming from somebody who's doing this podcast that I never even like to hug people. I mean, and then, you know, God said, oh, by the way, you guys are going to pastor. And I'm like, uh, I'm not touching people. I am not hugging people. I'm not getting near people. Right. Because I came out of a background where I didn't trust people. Um, and that was because I was hanging with very um, uh, hardened people and very, you know, drug dealers and, uh, you know, uh, people that were into things that were, you know, high level things. I mean, I was I was not I was not um, around people that were walking in love. And so for a season of my life, I, you know, I had become hardened towards people and um, I wasn't raised that way, but because of the choices I made, again, I'm saying I made those choices. We all have choices to make. We can't blame anything on anybody else. I can't blame that on my family or my parents or the way I was brought up. Um, I made those choices. But because of the people I hung around with, because of the things that I was into, I had become so hard. And so when I became born again, of course, I changed natures, you know. Um, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I was a new creature, but I had some mind transforming stuff to work on, like some thinking stuff. And it has been a process. Same thing with you. If we were to look at your life and your background, I'm sure we all have a story, right? So it's a process. I didn't change overnight and all of a sudden become this person. Oh, I just, I just love you. I just, no. Um, this is a process, but I've stuck with it. And God has helped me over the years to walk in love, uh, even with people that were, they, they were extremely hateful and um, said things about us behind our back and have done things to our family. But we've, we've endeavored to walk in love. Why? Because faith only works by love. And so I need my faith to work. And, and, and if we were to say, you know, give you the microphone, you would say the same thing. I need my faith to work. I've got, I've got my faith out there for my kids. I got my faith on, you know, finances for my family. I've got my faith out there for my business. I need my business to thrive. Whatever it is you have your faith on, it won't work <clears throat> and it won't flourish without love. So we have to make sure that like this verse says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. So I've when I'm when I'm believing God for things, when I'm standing in faith, I've still got to have hand in hand together. If you notice people, you know, that grab hands, your finger fingers interlock. Well, that's the way our faith works with love. It joins together with love. It's a part of of love, right? And love is a part of it. Just like, here's a good example. Just like gasoline is to your car, love is to your faith. Just like gasoline is to your car, love is to your faith. Your faith won't work or go anywhere without love. I notice, you know, if my love tank is, you know, or walk is getting rocky and I feel like, you know, have you ever just felt like everybody else is wrong except you? <laughs> you know, everybody, you wake up in the morning, you're just like, rah, 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 you know, everybody's wrong. Everybody's mean. Everybody's this, you know, well, wait a minute, uh, sister Susie. I mean, it, you know, the, it's, it's you. It, it's, it's like, um, they tell the story of the Lindberger cheese, you know, that the man had underneath 
he had it in his mustache, I think, or whatever, underneath his nose. And he, everything he smelled, everywhere he went, he thought everything, everything stunk, right? But it was really what was underneath his, his, his nose, is his mouth, right? It, it, it was right there underneath. And sometimes it's just what we're saying. It's how we're acting. It's that we're not yielding to love in our lives. And I don't even know if I told that story right, but that's that's what I remember of it. But anyway, um, so what gasoline is to your car, love is to your faith. Um, so it's love that fuels your faith and it brings blessings into your life. So how do I how do I make sure that I'm keeping those balance? Well, I want to make sure that I'm I'm putting in love scriptures. Right. I want to make sure that I'm meditating on the love of God just as much as I am on getting my needs met. Right. Because if if I'm all crusty and mean and not walking in the things that I know to walk in in that area, my faith isn't going to work. Um, we, we need to live free and, and ask God to help us to live free from unforgiveness, from resentment. And this is a big one right here. Offense and bitterness. It, it, I tell you what it'll do. It'll keep the door closed to sickness in your life as well. Not just our faith as a whole, but your faith towards your body. A lot of people have symptoms in their body. I, I didn't say all, but I said a lot, many. And, and I'm talking about many Christians, you know, have symptoms in their body or they have things going on in their body that would be simply completely turned around if they would just uh, simply, you know, get some attitudes adjusted in their life towards people maybe towards their spouse, um, towards uh, uh, the way they were treated, maybe on a job. They didn't feel like they got the, the raise or the promotion that they wanted to get. I mean, some people, they stew for years uh, on offense. I mean, you can, you can talk to them, and, and, you know, it's as if it happened yesterday, and it really happened 25 years ago. You could talk, I've talked to people and they're, they're talking through this whole situation. And as they're talking, you're thinking, man, that, that happened probably what, a week ago. And you get to talking to them and it, and it was literally, you know, years and years and years ago, but they've been letting that, that root of bitterness go down deep into their heart. And, and so it, it's, it's got tentacles on it and it's down deep and it has, and the only thing a lot of times that can get rid of that is the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, helping us to get out every root of bitterness out of our life, right? Walking in love, living free from unforgiveness and resentment and offense and bitterness. It'll keep the door closed to sickness in our lives. Um, I'm going to leave you with this one this, uh, this morning, and then we'll get back into this next time. But we have to understand, too, that not only do we have to close the door to those things in our life, because we could talk, we could talk for a long time about bitterness and offense, um, but we have to forgive ourselves. Uh, a lot of times, just forgiving ourselves gets us to the next place that we're looking to get to spiritually. Romans 8.1, let's look at that. Romans 8.1, and like I said, you can always go back and look at these things. But this is in the NIV. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. 
So he said, therefore, there is now no condemnation. So he's not holding anything against you. If you've been born again, the blood of Jesus, it washed you clean from every sense of guilt, every sense of shame. There is no more guilt and shame. The things that I did, the things that I, I said, the things that, that I was just, oh, I was not a very nice person. He washed me clean from that. I am not the same person that I used to be. I like I can say like Paul, I, my name's been changed. I, I, I've, I've been completely changed on the inside. So have you. So we need to forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves for the decisions we made. Sometimes people just can't get over decisions they made. They said, if I hadn't made that decision, my whole life would be different. My, my, I, would have, I would have been happy. No, no, you, you might have made a wrong decision, but God will help you get beyond that bad decision. He'll help you if you'll put your eyes on him, ask him for his help. He's the helper, <laughs> right? He sent the Holy Spirit to be our helper, and he'll give us help in that situation instead of beating ourselves up over, you know, decisions made, forgiving ourselves for things we've said. You know, it's like um, I, I used to teach the kids and, um, you know, in, in, uh, in the Sunday school and the, the different things. And, you know, we would do object lessons and there was a tube of toothpaste. And one of the object lessons was, you know, to squeeze all the toothpaste out of the toothpaste holder and then the kids had a timer, and you would say go, and they would try to get the toothpaste back into the toothpaste tube. Well, that doesn't work, right? Because once it's out, it doesn't go back into that tube. Once we've said things, we can't take them back. You know, in other words, they've been said. Words are out there. But there is the forgiving power of, of God. He, for, he forgives. He cleanses. He washes clean. The Bible says white as snow, right? When we ask him, Lord, f forgive me. I, I messed up. I ask you to forgive me, and I ask you to wash me clean, cleanse me. And then once we do that, he doesn't remember it. He doesn't bring it back up. We're the ones that need to be free from that in our thinking, right? Because we're the ones who continually bring it back up. It's shame. That's what the enemy does. He brings shame. Well, see, if you wouldn't have done that, that's the enemy. That's not God. And so we need to for, learn to forgive ourselves. As we forgive ourselves and as we walk in the light of God's word, there is power. There is healing. There is uh, transformation. I mean, there, I'm telling you, love is the master key. And we're going to be talking more about these things because I believe it's a, it's a um, one of the one of the things that can really turn things in our life around in such a fast at such a fast pace, because love is the master key. Walking in love, forgiving ourselves, knowing what He's done for us. Get over there into First Corinthians chapter thirteen. Talks about what love is. 
you know, that love is of God. It talks about those things. But I'm telling you, there's a a lot of other verses that talk about what love does on the inside of us. And we're going to get into those things. Well, I hope this helped you today. I hope this was a blessing to you. You know, again, if it is, and, uh, you know, go on and and email us and tell us if you have any kind of uh, testimonies out there. I'm believing for testimonies. And so I'm telling you, he is working. The word works in our life if we'll work it. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, have a great week. And remember to live in everyday revival.